Welcome to the Living on Purpose podcast. I am your host, Maddie Wollner, a multiple business owner, life coach, busy mom of three, and curious student of life. This podcast is a place for inspired women to gather. Each week, I will share personal stories, quick inspo, strategies that you can implement right away, and engage in real conversations with badass women who have made the conscious decision to live a life on purpose, one that they have intentionally designed and that they now demand. No more allowing our lives to be defined by everyone else. No more putting ourselves on the back burner. No more living in a state of default and never going after our goals or our dreams. We are going to live our best lives on our terms. Living on purpose is our goal, and we're going to get after it starting right now. All right, peeps, this is the part of the show that I get to give you a big old virtual hug. And thank you for reviewing the podcast, My Labor of Love. These ratings and reviews seriously mean the world to me. This five-star review comes from Ben 12 J.A. says, Maddie is inspiring to listen to, and the topics discussed are always relatable. Great interviews keep me coming back for more. Thank you so much, J.A. I am so glad that you are loving the interviews because I'm pretty particular about who I have and invite on the show. I know that your time is precious, so I want to make sure the content delivered is super valuable. So thank you. And I would love to hear what you think of the show. Leave a review and I will make sure to get you a shout out on a future episode. Oh my goodness, you guys. It is our podversary. Six months of the Living on Purpose podcast coming at you each and every week. I cannot believe that it's already been six months and we need to celebrate. So what we're going to do is to run a month-long share the love contest. And here's how it's going to work. There are three ways to enter into this contest. However, even though there's only three ways to enter, entries are unlimited. There is no such thing as oversharing in this contest. So the three ways to get an entry is number one, give the podcast a five-star rating and write a review. Easy peasy. Number two, Share a screenshot of the podcast on Facebook or Instagram and make sure you tag me, Maudie Wollner, to make sure that you get the credit. And lastly, share about the podcast in your stories. Again, tag me. The more sharing, the more entries. This contest, the Share the Love contest, will run right now through March 20th. And the winner, dun will get a free month of coaching for the entire month of April, which includes four one-on-one coaching calls. And this prize, you guys, is valued at over $500. So this is a real deal. I'm so excited to celebrate six months of Living on Purpose podcast with you and with this contest. And of course, thank you for tuning in. If it wasn't for you, I couldn't have turned this dream into a reality. And thank you for sharing the love. Welcome back to the Living on Purpose podcast. You are tuning into a solo episode where you get me, your host, Maddie Wollner, some stories, tips, and inspo. Today's episode is a little different and it's definitely special. 
Because what I'm going to do is I'm going to uh, let you in on my most recent keynote speech that I gave last Thursday. Uh, I gave it to a group of 200 amazing badass women at the We Ignite conference in the Skagit Valley. The conference was all about empowerment and inspiration and connection. And I definitely felt that walking out the door. And um, the director asked me to give my keynote about the power of intention setting. And so that's what we're going to talk about today on the podcast. We are going to get clear about our intentions, uh, about the big things that we've got going on in life, our big goals, our big dreams. And we're also going to get clear on setting intentions uh, on the daily, just in our day-to-day, because I think that the power of intention is just as important in both areas of life, the big aspects and then the day-to-day, the little ones. So as you may know, if you have tuned into previous podcasts, um, I love to share, hmm, personal stories about how I flubbed up, you know, like how I got things wrong, how I failed, how I stumbled. Because I feel like when I share these stories and then my insights and takeaways, I can maybe help you avoid the same mistakes that I had made. So this episode, of course, starts with a story about how I kind of failed pretty big time uh, when, uh, when it comes to setting intention. And Um, So let's dive in. As you probably don't know, I really, really love attending conferences. I love making a point to get to at least one or two a year uh, where I gather with like-minded individuals, get some inspo and ideas. And it was about four years ago that I attended one of these conferences in Savannah, Georgia. Uh, this conference was specifically for life coaches. And at that point, I had been a coach for a few years and I was super pumped to go and spend three full days with my peers. And I had some pretty high hopes for this event. I mean, I pulled out my journal to help jog my memory of four years ago, and uh, my list of intentions was quite extensive. Here they are. I wrote down that I wanted to grow as a coach. I wanted to get clear on my niche, expand my business and increase my client load, learn how to make more money and dial in my business plan. I really wanted to talk and collaborate with other coaches hear new ideas, and rub shoulders with the best. I also was excited about a girl's weekend away, and then I wanted to spend some time alone in reflection and meditation, and yoga was even on my list. You get the picture. My list of intentions just uh, went on and on. And so when I showed up in Savannah with so many intentions, um, the conference quickly swallowed me whole because my laundry list of intentions became my demise. There were too many and they were too vague. And there were so many amazing ideas at the conference. There was like crazy, wicked, detailed content. The personalities, as you can imagine, if you've been to anything like this in the past, were like big and confident and fierce. And the other coaches to me just kind of seemed to have it all together So, so much was happening. I really couldn't figure out 
what to focus on. I couldn't decipher what I needed to write down, you know, who was going to be someone that I wanted to talk to. I was completely overwhelmed because I had so many intentions. I really couldn't focus on the goodness that was right in front of me. So here's what I did on the final day. I had an idea. I was like, okay, so things aren't working for me. I'm going to sit at a different table. I figured that the one that I was sitting at wasn't really doing it for me. So I decided to go saddle up at the cool kids table. Uh, The cool kids, meaning the VIPs in the room. These were the life coaches that had been invited to the conference to speak and to share their experience and their wisdom and their success. And like, I quickly realized after sitting down that these women were just really good friends and the conversation around me was personal. It was about their husbands and their kids and the vacation that they had recently taken together. Uh, When we got into the meat of the discussion that day, um, they talked about, you know, their big, huge successes and their launches that were coming up soon. And, you know, to be honest, at the time, I didn't even know what a launch was. So I started to feel kind of left out and excluded. And what I do or what I have done in the past when I start to feel this way is I just like shrink into myself and get small. And then the self-talk comes in. You know, why did I think I could sit here? These women are better than me. You get it. You've been there. And the self-talk, you know, sabotaged my entire experience. And I'm not proud to admit it, but it was at that moment that all of those intentions went out the window and I became bitter, right? I looked around and thought, who and what can I blame for me not um, seeing my intentions through to fruition? I blamed, you know, the people at the first table for not giving me what I needed. And then I blamed the women at the cool kids table for not including me in their convo. And then I was like, okay, I'm going to blame the host for not creating content that was like 100% applicable to me. I blamed everyone and everything. And the truth is, the only person that held the blame is the one speaking to you right now. Moi. You know, it wasn't pretty and it is embarrassing to share, but like I said, that is what I do. Um, And so what can we learn from this story? And, And how does this story have to do with intentions? And I think it's important to talk about mistakes before we get into what to do right. So I think as I was reflecting on this keynote that there are four big mistakes when it comes to intention setting. And the reason my example, my Savannah example is so amazing is because I nailed three out of the four of them. Like, you know, just go big or go home. So let's outline really quickly the four mistakes that happens, um, that can happen, that we can fall into when we think about setting intentions. So mistake number one is setting too many. When we set too many intentions, it can rob us of being present to what we actually need and can distract us from the situation in front of us. So, for example, going into a conference, I suggest just setting two to four intentions. And on uh, daily, on the daily, when you go into different experiences, I often just set one, one to two intentions for whatever I'm stepping into. 
and I'll get into that um, later on in the podcast. Uh, mistake number two is setting vague or ambiguous intentions and just not getting crystal clear on what you want. See, when we set these vague, um, kind of blurry intentions, there's no guidepost for us to strive for. There isn't a clear guideline that tells us um, if we're living up to or if we are achieving what we had intended or not. So I suggest getting as detailed as possible with each of your intentions. Mistake number three, and this is a big one. This is my big takeaway, and I hope yours will perk up a little bit because um, this one is paramount. And this mistake is putting your intentions in the hands of someone else. So not taking 100% responsibility for our own experiences and how we react to our own circumstances. And like I said, this was my biggest learning lesson and takeaway from that conference. I blamed everyone else. And what happens when we, me, play the blame game is I really put myself into victim mentality. And that is never a good place to be. And I now know that we are in control. We get to decide how we feel. We get to decide how we respond to our circumstances. And then we get a we we have the power to decide the direction of our lives through intention and then aligned action. I think that has a freaking empowering insight right there. Uh, moving on, last one. Mistake number four is not setting any intentions, okay? Now, this doesn't mean just going with the flow. I actually believe that that is an amazing intention. When I say not setting any intention, I'm talking about really living in a state of default and just letting things happen to us. When we don't set intentions, we hand our power over to everyone else and everything uh, everyone and everything else around us. We literally relinquish control of our own life. So those are the four mistakes that we are going to completely avoid when setting intentions. And now we're going to just dive right in to how I suggest going about setting intentions for the big things, right? Your big goals, your big dreams, big events, big um, milestones, and then also the day-to-day. And here are the three questions that you can ask yourself when setting intentions. One, what do you want? Two, how do you want to feel? And three, how do you want the people around you to feel? So question number one, what do you want? When you think about big goals, I love asking my clients this is like, but why, right? Let's say you want to double your income. All right. Why? Why do you want that? Because having that goal is amazing. That's wonderful. But if we don't get crystal clear on the why uh, we want what we want, it's easy to lose to lose sight, to lose track. And so what do we want? We set our goals and then we dig in and we ask ourselves, why? You want to be the healthiest you've been in your entire life. That's amazing. Why do you want to be healthy? Is it because you want to be able to keep up with the kids? Is it because you want to live longer and healthier and feel better? What do you want and 
why? That is the first question that we are going to ask ourselves when we think about intention setting. The second question that we are going to ask ourselves is how do we want to feel? I love asking this question because it really taps, really slows us down and taps into our body. So we think about what we want. We want a doubler income. All right. How do you want to feel after you achieve this? And how do you want to feel during the process of achieving it? Do you want to feel driven? Do you want to feel inspired? Do you want to feel productive? Do you want to feel um, on point and um, like you're really going after it? Do you want to feel organized? Um, Do you want to feel proud? Uh, Asking yourself how you want to feel when setting intention is a great way to tap in like as you're going through it, am I feeling the way I had intended to feel? And if not, is that okay, right? Are we still kind of in alignment with where we want to be or do we want to shift it? Because like I mentioned before, we have 100% control over how we feel and how we respond. And then the last one is how do we want people around us to feel? Now, um, this does not mean uh, how do we want people to think about us? You know, what do we want people to um, say about us? Or it's not about making everyone happy. It is about how you're going to show up, especially for um your loved ones, right? How do you want the people in your presence to feel will change how you show up and act. So for, you know, me, when I think about how I want my family to feel when I step into things like their sporting events, well, I want them to feel supported and I want them to know that I am there for them, not me. And so I'm going to ask my kids before I do that, you know, how do you want me to show up? How do you want me to act? And so I can be really intentional about being there for them. You know, how do I want Tom, my husband, to feel after we both come home from a long, stressful day at work by thinking about how my loved ones, how I want my loved ones to feel? It is really going to um, help me dial in how I want to show up, how I want to act. And so here, here are the three questions. So uh, what, do you, what do you want? How do you want to feel? And how do you want other feel, others to feel in your presence? And I think that it is super important to be as intentional as possible, as often as, as possible. So in all areas of our life, like our morning practice, what do we want from our morning practice? How do I want to feel? Um, as a result and during my morning practice? And how do I want others, the ones that I love around me to feel as a result of having practiced my morning routine? So areas to consider intention setting are, you know, health and wellness, personal growth, your family life, your work life. How do you want to show up at work? Your romantic relationships? Pretty much Everything that you do, you can use these three questions and this intention framework because uh, just as there are four big mistakes of intention setting, there's also some default intentions that I would 
super, super suggestive oity. And default intentions sound something like this. I, I just need to get through it. Or, God, only four more days until Friday. All right, I'm just going to grin and bear it. And the last one, whatever. It is what it is. Uh, those are some powerful intentions. And they are not positive. But you know what they are? They're specific and clear. And I can guarantee that when we come into a situation with that mindset, with you coming into work and you're like, oh my God, it's Monday. How many more days till Friday? I guarantee that with that intention, that is exactly what you're going to get. That negativity is going to follow you with the intention of, you know, whatever it is, what it is. That just um, not taking control and and responding to a situation and just um being letting it just letting it just go um without uh actively setting the intention to move forward is is default is not taking control of our lives and i really don't think that our life that this life is meant to just be gotten through and you know uh waiting for friday isn't a strategy. It's a great way to miss out on 80% of our lives. And grinning and burying it sounds God awful to me. I think, I believe we are meant to create and live our best life possible. And one of the ways we can do this is getting super clear and super specific on our intentions and then acting the way that is in line with those intentions. The last thing I want to say is, you know, going back, I forgot to mention this. I just want to throw this in here. Um, going back to the second question is, um, how do you want to feel? Um, I'm not sure if you've heard this before, uh, but one of my favorite sayings is act the way you want to feel. So once we can get clear on how we want to feel in our life and how we want to feel in each area, then we start to show up in uh, alignment uh, with the way we want to feel. Act the way you want to feel is one of my favorite intentions, and I just wanted to leave you with that today. So I hope this really quick uh, intention framework was helpful. I hope that outlining my big mistakes was helpful, and I hope that it helps you avoid those mistakes in the future. Um, As always, uh, keep living on purpose. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Living on Purpose podcast. It has been a blast hanging out with you. If you loved this week's episode, please hit that subscribe button. That way you won't miss any future goodness we throw your way. Craving community and connection with like-minded badass women? Feel free to join us in the Living on Purpose Facebook group. And of course, the best gift that you could possibly give is an honest review on iTunes. All right, that's it. Until next time always keep living on purpose.